welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always bring you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the show here today, whether you're doing it on cnjradio.com or you're subscribed on iTunes. I appreciate it so very much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And I'm not alone here in the studio today, in addition to uh, the cat in the room that's playing with the paper on the ground, which is always appreciated. Somebody else is joining me. Say hello. Bonsoir. (laughs) No kidding. This is Nola. Hello, everybody out there. This is my better half here, Nola. I'm sure you've heard her name checked if you're any kind of fan of the show. So, you're familiar with her, but you just didn't know what she sounded like until just a few seconds ago. So, thanks for coming on the show today, Nola. Not a problem. Glad to be here. I really appreciate it. I'll try not to get all mushy and everything. Okay, I'm sure the fans will appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, uh, and also, this is your time to come clean on the show here. I, I, it's probably somewhat difficult to live with me, as, uh, you know, sometimes I forget things, and... Uh, you have come up with a decent amount of some of the theme show ideas for the show here and there, so I want you to go ahead and take proper credit for them, since I haven't been giving it out to you on the no, show. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> I merely start the snowball. What you do is all up to you. Oh, now she's being modest. But she has come up with a decent amount of themes uh, for the show here and there, so she's uh, she's one of the brains behind uh, Rock Strikes 10 here. And also... If you like the CNJ Radio logo, uh, she drew that thing. So uh, I merely concepted about half of it, and she drew it 100% herself. So I think it's a mighty fine logo. I hope everybody likes it. I worked kind of hard for (laughs) at least half a day on it. Well, well, the best logos are real haphazard. I mean, yeah. like the Cheap Trick logo. You know that thing that, that that's like repeats like six times? Yeah, Cheap you know, Trick that repeats like six times? Yeah. <laughs> you know that's like a printer mistake? Yeah. They, yeah, so, but hey, you know. I know my rock and roll history. Yeah, okay. But even if you didn't know anything about rock and roll trivia, I would, I would still be here. So thank you for coming on the show. Uh, she came up with this idea, so I figured it was only fitting... Well, okay, she got the snowball rolling. Yeah, I got the one. snowball rolling. No, I came up with this one. So if you guys hate <laughs> it, send Joey hate mail, not uh, me. Yeah, of course. Well, you don't have a CNJ Radio account, so... I don't of course, know all, why. All the hate mail has to go to me, 100%. I wouldn't have it any other way. So um, this show, since... Uh, it's it's fairly simple, actually, but I love it, because you can find so many songs that deal with this. The show is called This and That, and what This and That entails is every song on the show tonight has three words total in the song title, but the second word is always and. Peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. If we were doing bands, then one of them would be Guns and Roses. <laughs> Or in roses, yeah. But mm-hmm. in and 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 the ampersand, it's all relative it's to It's all this. interchangeable. I, I'm not going to be that militant about it. It's just as long as the second word on the song title sounds like and, it's in. So there are a ton of songs out there to do this with. So this is a theme I could easily revisit when I'm just out of ideas. So this is volume one of this and that. Is 
Aren't aren't volumes a bad idea? Oh yeah, volumes are a curse. I told I yeah, yeah I, you I, you I, said this. Yeah yeah, go go look back. A lot of bands that had greatest hits volume one. No volume two. Yeah, not a lot. The 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 odds are not good. Yeah. But so I th- so I let's think... just call it this and that Period. for now. Okay, I like it. I'm gonna go with that. Well, uh, and we basically 50-50 the song list here tonight also, so I'm not going to tell you who did what. We're just going to play them. So um, the first song tonight, this is a song you might be familiar with. It was a a pretty big hit back in its day, all the way back to 1994. And this is a song by a great British band. I don't know what you call them, pop rock, I guess, but they came out right at the beginning of the 90s. And a band that had a, I guess, a creative war with the guys in Oasis. I took these guys' side in the feud, talking about Blur. I'm a big Blur fan. You like the Blur, Nola? It's a bit fuzzy for me. Oh, this, this is how the show's gonna go. All right. Well, on on that note, <laughs> one of the uh, biggest hits that Blur had. Uh, before their Woohoo song 2 in the late 90s. In 1984, they had a very big hit with a song called Girls and Boys. And yes, the original is very uh, pop disco. I still like it, but I'm going to go ahead and throw you guys a bone. A slightly more rockin' version of the song appears as a live track on their Best Of album. The first pressing, you could only get the live tracks on. And of course, I've got it. Yeah, Of, of course. He got it. Yeah, I got the box set, right? Yeah, you've got the box set. (laughs) So here you go. This is Blur kicking it off tonight with a live version of Girls and Boys and Cats. (laughs) Right, 1994.
I can't believe I'm over 40 episodes into Rock Strikes 10 and have not played Blur, but hey, that's just how it goes. They haven't fit a theme somehow until tonight, but that was Blur with girls and boys. Not and cats, but that's just because our, our cat won't shut up tonight. It's She's very mouthy Yeah. whenever you do your podcast, and yeah. usually I'm here to pet her and entertain her, Yeah. and today I'm here with you instead and she's yeah being she's a kitty cat I, I you know we have the door closed and she's outside the door and i can still hear her meowing and i i can't tell you how many meows i've edited off the show i left that last one in just to prove <laughs> that that you can hear her uh, you know at the other end of the room without a mic that's just that's our cat so there you go a little bit into our household here so Anyway, uh, back back to the back to the music. Back uh, to the show. Yes, Nola, what did you think of uh, Girls and Boys? I like it. It's it's a really fun, upbeat song. Almost everybody I know knows it. Yeah, yeah. and so. I since Blur's gotten back together in the last couple of years, I hope they make a run out of here. I know they weren't the biggest thing in the world in the states, but you know, well, here's hoping. Not not just the hipster festivals. Come on down to Texas, Blur. We like you. So. We at least like two of your songs. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. They're. Pretty... I feel bad saying that, and yeah. at the same time, I'm just like, oh, oh, they did that that woohoo like car commercial <laughs> thing, and and then they do girls and boys, and yeah. no one knows the lyrics to it other than girls and boys, and that's all we say, and we yeah. say it wrong. Yeah, but that being said, the original version of that song is on an album called Park Life. Uh, that is an essential album for me, so go get Park Life by Blur. It's it's a great record. I recommend it. It's got every type of British rock nuance on it. The upbeat stuff, the ballads, the, the crazy filler. It's all there, so okay, good record. <laughs> Moving on, we're going to stick to the UK with a band that uh, finally a few years ago got their due for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but they were uh, sadly overlooked for the longest time. I know I go on this terror a lot, but... It's absolutely true. And uh, some people may not know this, but this was kind of the band that was the inspiration for one of my favorite movies of all time, That Thing You Do. Ooh, yeah, I you, like that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. It and, is a good movie. And as luck would have it, Tom Hanks is the guy that inducted them into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so full circle. That's amazing. Uh, this is a great band, and you know, I, I, I don't mean this in the bad way at all, and I, hopefully I don't come off too snobby when I do this. Please let me know if I do, Nola. But uh, a lot of you out there may only be familiar with their songs uh, as cover versions more so than the original versions, because they've been covered quite a bit by some great artists, uh Kiss, the Ramones, Joan Jett, just to name a few, but there's a lot more out there. Those are just some of my favorites. But uh, the Dave Clark Five, great band. If you if you're a fan of the Beatles, it, you know to me like it's like the Beatles and then Kiss were like the next big thing. You know because I'm a big Kiss fan. We we both are. We both love the Beatles. But this is like the band that. I think Kiss actually gravitated more to stylistically as far as that British Invasion sound. They definitely sound like a heavier, more hard rockin' garage version of the Beatles. And, and they stuck to that. They didn't get into the, the drug stuff, really. So it's basically like if the Beatles just got heavier instead of psychedelic heavy, then you have the Dave Clark Five. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, so... No. I know that I know of them. And I don't think that comes off as snobby. I think that's just a age gap 
Yeah, and not not that they were happening when I was a youngster or anything, but uh, you know, just just trying to help. I've been I've been studying music all my life, and I just want to share good stuff with everybody out there. So here you go. I think you're gonna like this one from 1964, originally off the album Glad All Over. This is the Dave Clark Five with bits and pieces. Possibly one of the best two minutes of your life you could possibly spend. That was Bits and Pieces by the Dave Clark Five from 1964. I was negative 15 when that song came out. Would make me, what, like negative 22? 22, yeah. Wow. (laughs) Good times. They don't make it like that anymore. So there you go. I hope you enjoyed that song. And I remember Paul Stanley saying something about that band. It's like some of the best things about their songs is it as great as they are, they sound like they could fall apart at any minute. It's not like, it's not actual, you know, just like disciplined rock. There's off, some of the drums are off here and there, and it's just cool garage jamming. So, great band, great band. Go check them out. If you want, if you can find a, a decently priced copy online, get the History of the Dave Clark Five. That's pretty much the one to get. So, yeah, like it, love yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you having fun so far? I am having fun. I'm having a lot of fun. She's being very polite and letting me talk, and and that's not really the whole point of this, but I do appreciate it. You're very sweet. Sometimes it's easier to just let you talk, because then I'm like, yeah, that's what I would have said. (laughs) And I like your voice better than I like mine, so I'm just like, yeah. Well, I... I, I, That's fine. I do not agree, but uh, thank you anyway. That was very sweet. Well, the next song is pretty much the song that kicked off the... uh, the idea for this theme at all. So why don't you go ahead and talk about this song a little bit, Nola? Go ahead. 
Okay, well, um, this is one of my newest favorite bands. Um, I say newest mostly because you were the one that were like, you should listen to these people because you like these other people. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll try it. Yes. And, um, these guys are from Jersey. I would think so. But I would knows? hope they're, so. They're named after a Jersey they're spot. Na- yeah. But if I'll... they're not, that's just odd. Yeah. So these guys are a landmark in Jersey, literally. I am talking about the great Fountains of Wayne. The song is called Traffic and Weather. I don't know what off, else. Off the album Traffic and oh, Weather. Oh, yes, off the album Traffic and Weather. I, I think it's 2006, and it, you, I, there's a good chance you may have never heard this song until uh, until now when we're about to play it here. Uh, it. The fact that it's called Traffic and Weather, it really does sound like if you just use the music portion of this on a loop, especially like between the chorus and the verses, it sounds like something you'd hear on a traffic and weather report on a morning radio show. And I think that's the whole point. Probably. It starts with that kind of newsy intro as yeah. well. And then, uh, like Adam Schlesinger, I know he's the main songwriter of Founds of Wayne. He's a, he's a pop genius. He knows just what to do in all of the songs that they do. I know that sounds very general, but if you listen to a full record by them, you you know what I was saying. So, it, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, what no, am I saying? no, I don't I, know. I, what I, you, I don't know. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Anyway, here's the title track from their 2006 album by Fountains of Wayne. This is Traffic and Weather. <laughs>
Because we do go together. That was Traffic and Weather by Fountains of Wayne. I forgot what we were doing for a second. I just kind of zonked out. <laughs> <laughs> I would ask if you enjoyed that song, but I know you like that song a lot. I love that song. It's one of my favorite songs, and it is a great album, top to bottom. I can listen to that just about any day of the week. Yeah, I like that um, he actually name-checks Joe Scarborough in there, because... He is the only conservative political commentator that I feel like he would still be... I could still have a conversation with him without wanting to kill him. But that's just my little soapbox moment there. I have there. no idea who that is. Yeah, it's, it's okay. I you know, I flip around, on, especially when I used to watch a lot of news channels. I don't as much anymore, but, you know, he, he's a funny guy because he kind of does call out both sides a lot. So that's why he's, he's okay. okay. I don't know what he's been doing in the last five, six years, honestly, mm-hmm. but when I used to watch him here and there, I used to be entertained by him at least. Well, that's good. So there you go. Joe Scarborough, a future guest on Rock Strikes 10. We can only hope. <laughs> Joe, if you're out there, please email us, joey at cnjradio.com. Oh, you have the uh, email memorized. That's, Yay! That's awesome. You don't even ever have to use it, and you know it. See that, people out there? You people out there have no excuse. She knows how to get in contact with me, like, just on a regular phone, or even just, you know, yelling across the house. Not yelling. Yelling's the wrong word. Loudly calling for you. Loudly beckoning. (laughs) I'm calling, I'm calling, I'm calling for you. No, no Blue Oyster Cult on this show. Oh, there probably isn't. I'm sure there is. Damn, we missed out. Well, the playlist is solidified, so... Who who the hell is messaging me? (laughs) Somebody's messaging Joey during our show. Good God. Todd Cunningham. Please stop this nonsense. Do not message us during a show it's we're recording, fault. sir. Don't 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 pick on Todd. I I forgot to turn I forgot to sign off of Facebook. I always sign off of Facebook when I do the show. Um Apparently. Yeah, I'm leaving that in. How about that? Sorry, Todd, I gotta log off now. You're gonna see me magically disappear offline. Todd, I'm sorry. Todd's good people. Yeah. He sent us a Christmas card. I know he did. Thank you so much for that Christmas card. Um um, no, Tom right. Cunningham, you are good people. Thank you for all the support you give Joey. It makes him not as crazy oh, to yeah. have fans. Yeah, yeah. So thank you. <laughs> all right, moving on. <laughs> um, I actually got this song from you, baby, so I appreciate Ooh, it. Uh, I got it. I, I gave you a song? Yeah, this is from... I'm not even kidding. This is actually, uh, you know, for you 70s guys out there, and I'm one of them. For you 70s fans, you're going to enjoy this. It is a cover of a really, really cool 70s song, but I got it in the most interesting of places. I got it off of Nola's CD soundtrack, 
to the television series Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> oh yes, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Melissa Joan Hart. Yes. <laughs> and you the, the stamp. talking <laughs> and that talking cat that just really Salem. Okay, Salem. It's funny because he was a witch. Was he? <laughs> he was a witch and then he was turned into a cat and his name is Salem. Black oh, cats yeah. are a sign of bad luck. Salem Witch Trials. Yeah, no, I, I, I processed the reference to Salem at the very beginning of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when I spell out the jokes that are obvious. You know, we really aren't this condescending to each other off the air. I don't know why. We're just like turning into jerky radio people. Yeah. <laughs> It's like we have to amp up our. I think our if we had like real uh, head, real microphones, we wouldn't be like this. I think yeah. it's it's the bubble effect. Yeah, they're they're, they're on the way. I promise. I'm Rock Strikes Ten and C and J. Where's Real. my spy camera? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but back to um, the Sabrina the Teenage Witch soundtrack. You're gonna be like, what the hell are you gonna play on this? What could you possibly have to offer me as a rock fan, especially of '70s rock and roll? Well, I'm gonna tell you. Back in the '70s, there was a fellow by the name of Walter Egan who had a big hit called "Magnet and Steel." And yeah, here's it. Yeah, I have to at least throw a couple of geeky facts in each episode. The original version includes background vocals from then couple Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks of Fleetwood Mac. So yeah, good time. So, and as our evil cat still continues to cry outside the door, I'm going to go ahead and play this song to drown her out. So there you go. This is a cover by uh, one of my favorite power pop artists, Matthew Sweet. Really like Matthew Sweet a lot. So here you go. This is Magnet and Steel.
leaving that in. That's a good. I, I'm going to use that in the explosion for the new intro that I do in a few episodes. God, please don't. I'm gonna hairball. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Matthew Sweet with Magnet and Steel, and uh, I'm a big Matthew Sweet fan. So uh, I, I would say you can find that on the soundtrack to the Sabrina the Teenage Witch album. But I, I don't know if I could recommend the album as a whole i honestly don't do you know it's got who else is on there sugar ray doing abracadabra well that's on another one of their albums so that doesn't and count. i don't know what else i would have to grab the cd off the shelf Does melissa jones i know she sings does she sing on that i don't know if she does okay. i will go grab the cd off the shelf you gonna do it okay go ahead can you can you reach that far i don't know See, the mics aren't that bad it's got some good slack in it yeah where are you uh, Right, who's on this uh, soundtrack? Help me out here. This is not a Melissa bit. Joan Hart uh, <laughs> doing One Way or Another. Right. Ben Folds oh, 5. so like the Blondie song? Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, ben Folds 5 is doing Kate. All right. Just Robin. Give me the, give me the bands. Um, oh, Robin. That, okay, that's that's a strike right there. Phantom Planet. Uh, they're, 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 pr- they're pretty good. I, I like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're Jason good. Jason Schwartzman's old band. <laughs> I like Jason Schwartzman, so... Yeah. Ipso facto. Um, I was hoping for like horrible bands on this thing. There, there are, but I'm skipping them. Oh no, no, I want to hear them. Well, who? Come on. Uh, Backstreet Boys. Oh. <laughs> In sync. Oh man, really? Pure Sugar. Who the hell's that? I don't know, but they sing "I Know What Boys Like." Boy, they. Uh, oh, the waitresses song. I think I'll stick with the original. Boy, the Pure Sugar. Oh. They really set the world on fire, didn't they? Britney Spears. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, she set. She probably sets things on fire. I don't know. Uh, then we've got Chumbawamba, the oh. Cardigans, and the Murmurs. I like the Cardigans. Oh, and right. Five. Five needs to go on that list of bad bands. Who they, the hell's Five? They were, a, they were a boy band back when NSYNC and Backstreet Boys were kind of on the decline mm. and getting into their oh, the, hip-hop were, stuff. So they were like the, 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 B, the B-list bands, like the ones that came after, like yeah, Warrant and yeah, stuff like that. They're like the Warrant of the boy bands, right? They're, uh, they're, their big one, I think, was called Five on the album Five. And it was like five. What you want? Four? No, if you no, want no, it. no, 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 no. Just, it's just no. bad. Do you remember this? You know this? No, I know nothing. <laughs> okay. I said nothing. All right, so don't get the Sabrina the Teenage Witch TV soundtrack. Instead, uh, hopefully, you can just get that particular track and maybe a few more off of this album on iTunes. Spice Girls are on here. Uh, I have no issue with the Spice Girls. Yeah, I said it. Okay, mo- mo- moving on. <laughs> Really? Se- seven out of sixteen. All right, see that. So that's... if if you can get it for a dollar. All right, that's fair enough. <laughs> I like it. Thanks for sending it home. Yeah. Sorry, Sabrina. Yep, yep, yep. Should, uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, the next song I'm going to do here. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned that Sugar Ray was on the uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch soundtrack. This is yeah. a song that they have actually covered before. Hey, look at that. Nice. Didn't plan that Tie at all. In. Didn't plan that at all. This is a really, really cool song. I like it a lot. Uh, by a gentleman by the name of Adam Ant. Uh, Adam Ant, you may know as the guy who did the massive hit Goody Two Shoes. 
uh, he's he's good people, at least uh, musically. I'm, I don't know the man personally. I know he spent some time in an insane asylum because that's what they do with criminals in Britain. They don't really send them to prison as much as they just send them to the nut house for a little bit. So. Well, they ran out of prison space, and that's why we opened up Australia. And I guess Australia is full, so they've got to put them in the asylum. This is their plan B? Yeah, <laughs> it's plan, plan B. They were like, oh, well, Australia didn't really work out that well. They became their own country and stuff. Oh, they showed them up big time, yeah. <laughs> what was the old Bill Hicks joke? Uh, the criminals, uh, as soon as they found out where, where they were being shipped to, they are like, let me get this straight. You have the sh- you can keep the shitty food, the shitty weather, and then we get, like, big lobsters and beaches. I'm Jack the Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Anyway... This is Adamant. This is actually this was a big hit for him. Uh, not maybe not so much in the United States, but he had a good dozen hits in his native land. So good for you, Adam. And I think his records are really cool sounding. He's got this really interesting production, very percussive. They they just turn the rhythm up really loud. And uh, Malcolm McLaren stole his whole band away to start that band, Bow Wow Wow, that did the cover of I Want Candy. So the drums and bass sound very similar to what I'm going to play here. You'll hear a lot of that same production trick on there. So tell me if I'm wrong, but uh, I think you're going to enjoy this song. This is a fun, upbeat number by Adamant. This is Stand and Deliver.
because you just can't get by enough in life without hearing the words la diddly quaqua repeated over and over again which i i don't even know what that means you have any idea is that a British thing? Or? Maybe it's a British thing, but um, yeah, but, they're, they they just kind of sound like challenge ducks to me. Quack, right. quack, quack, quack. Is that a little bit of the early insane asylum sneaking in? That uh, might be. All right. Well, that's fair enough. Hey, all all the great rock geniuses are just a little bit crazy anyway, so it, it, it fits. But yeah, I, I enjoy that song, and uh, Sugar Ray did a good version of it too on their album Floored, and I know recently No Doubt did a cover of it a few years ago, which is also pretty cool. So I'll, I'll, it, that song's so fun, it's really hard to screw it up. So go check out Stand Deliver wherever you can find it. The album Prince Charming is a very good album. That was right before he did the album Friend or Foe, which contained his biggest hit, which which contained his biggest hits, Desperate But Not Serious, and also, of course, Goody Two-Shoes. So, yeah. Moving on here. It's time for the second half of the show. And I've been playing a lot of people that have been, made their debuts on Rock Strikes 10 here tonight, but uh, we're going to get into somewhat familiar territory in the second half. I've played all but one of these bands on the show. Uh, and this guy here is no stranger to the show. I know he's one of your favorites. He is. Uh, this is a guy by the name of Ben Folds. Yes. He is one of my all-time favorites, both yeah. as a solo artist and with and Ben Folds with, Five, with his other five, which are actually two. Yeah. So uh, the power trio known as the Ben Folds Five, uh, they're playing some reunion shows this year. I think I said that a few episodes ago, but. Uh, uh, I would just like to see him in concert. Period. I have yet to have that happen, but uh, you know, we'll we'll, we'll fix that problem. We need to make that happen soon. I think we will. So and Ben, come to Dallas. Yeah, we would we'll, like to see you. We'll make it right this time. And I think I said this also on a past episode. If you're a fan of you know guys like uh, Joe Jackson, Billy Joel, Randy Newman, uh, you're definitely going to want to check out Ben Folds. If you don't give any of his records a chance, give his solo album Rock in the Suburbs a chance. And it contains this song from 2001. And the name of the song is... Zach without a C and Sarah without an H. There you go. Zach and Sarah. Spelled without an H was getting bored on a PV amp in 1984. While Zach without a C tried out some new guitars, playing Sarah with no H's favorite song.
I always expect you to be recording when I baby talk Willow. Oh, I missed it this time. You did miss it. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that was Zach and Sarah by Ben Folds. Like I said, off the album Rockin' the Suburbs. And while the song was playing, uh, the cat got back into the room. Well, actually, Nola let her back into the room because she felt bad. But that's okay. And now Nola's pulling double duty. She's co-hosting the show, and she's keeping the kitty occupied. I'm also stroking her... Like an evil genius. There you go. In all of the films. Yes. But she's trying to escape. Don't leave me. You're too good looking to be an evil genius. Isn't that how evil geniuses work, though? Yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're very unassuming sometimes. You know, yeah. But Moving on. Moving on. I know this next one's another one of your favorites, because I'm going to hog like the last three songs here tonight. But, you hog uh, like the first five songs. Uh, this is we. This was a consensus, this list. Don't be trying to heal me while we're on the air here. I take big exception to that. <laughs> now, this... for, for those of you with kids out there, you might be familiar with how this band sounds just because they do the... Theme song. They do the theme song to Phineas and Ferb. And I've actually played them on the show before. I played them on the re-recording episode. Yes. Where they With did... their non-family friendly song. The bitch song. Yeah. I figured that was a fun way to get them over with the adults. So It's a good but, song. But I, I like this band a lot. And they're great live. They are amazing live. They're so much fun. They're so unprofessional and so unassuming. There's and... no way they do the same show twice. They're there's way too much alcohol flowing. For... There's the only thing that I think that they do consistently is the oh, breakdown photo shoot. Yeah, and they let uh they let the fans take photos of them posing like it's the end of the show. <laughs> so It's so much fun. If you get a chance to go see them, I recommend it. And the name of the band is Bowling for Soup. Might as well, did might as well did get... we not say that I, earlier? I don't think we did. I, I, I've done that before on the show where I just didn't even say the name of the band at all. Probably until like the very, very last minute. Oh. Like, I'm like listening to shows. I listen to the shows back for, you know, I want the audio to be good. I want to make sure that everybody, you know, because if it's bad, I'll just redo it. Thankfully, that hasn't happened but once. <laughs> but, you know, I listen to the shows and I'm like, say the name, say the name of the guy, say the name of the band. Why aren't you saying it? You tease it so, I, I tease it so horribly, not even in a good radio way. Like, just in the, what's wrong with you? Why is your mind going this way? It should be going that way. Please just tell me who sings the song. Yeah. Like some people are saying, just get to the song already. So just maybe play we the song. So there you go. This is Bowling for Soup off of the album A Hangover You Don't Deserve. This is. Shut up and smile. Now, wait, wait, wait a second. This—that's four words. It's hyphenated. Doesn't count. Hyphenated words are one word. It's supposed to be three words. I—I don't, I don't know. This hyphenated thing, maybe. I think she's. If shut up, if shut up is hyphenated and there's no space, it is one word. It's one word. We're not. We're doing it right. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna believe you. I'm gonna go ahead and play the song now. That's right. You will. If you know. He won't even be able to get hate mail over this. I'm going to have to get all the hate mail for... Give, give, me, give me a CNJ radio account, okay, we'll, and I will accept all the all the hate mail. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. I'll save you from all the hate mail. We'll, we'll talk while the song's playing. So here you go out there. We're all going to enjoy Bowling for Soup, Shut Hyphen Up, and Smile. Sheesh.
soup with shut up and smile yes um, I've come to the conclusion that I'm going to accept that that's three words yes no I'm, 
I'm just giving you a hard time. So that was Shut Up and Smile off the 2004 album, A Hangover You Don't Deserve. Criticism that Nola doesn't deserve. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, that album actually, I would say it has their biggest hit on it. I think 1985 is probably their biggest hit. Besides the Phineas and Ferb song. Yeah. Well, um... Because I know Girl All the Bad Guys Want. They, like, yeah. either won a Grammy or nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, Girl All the Bad Guys Want was definitely nominated. I'm not sure if it won or not. Yeah. Um, but who cares? Grammys suck anyway. Yeah. Screw yes. you, Grammys. I'm sure it's what Jared is also saying. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> you know, and, and that guy really could get work writing for other bands, too, you know, because, you know, I think the, the thing about it is, like, even when they started, they weren't, like, spring chickens by any mean, but, uh, you know, they're they're cool well, they, guys. They're, uh, they're 18 this year. Oh, the band itself. The band yeah. is 18 this they, year. They have been around for 18 years. They started, like, in Denton. Yep, Denton, they are. Texas, they which, are from Denton County, Texas. Yeah, and like those right. of you outside Texas will not even know where the hell that is. It's like really, it's it's probably about a half hour from Dallas. And if you're familiar at all with like the University of North Texas, that's the city. That, that is where to be. Yeah, for sure. In Denton County. Yeah. So. But, um, but cool guys. Yeah, like I said, go see, if if they come out to your town, uh, then go see them. You'll have a blast, and I'm sure. The, the more beers, the better. You know, I, I wouldn't know that, but, yeah. Uh, they are doing another tour this oh. fall. Oh, cool. For all of the UK and Ireland. Oh, they're massive overseas. With the Dolly Rots again. Uh, oh, yeah. And we saw them, like, with the Dolly Rots, like, three times or something, it seems. Yeah. It seems like we did. But it's we like just... within the course of a year, we saw Bowling for Soup and Dolly Rots just yeah. over and over. And I could see them over yeah. and over. We were practically stalkers on, uh, yeah. on that tour. So, so. so European friends of the show, make your way over to England and Ireland and go check them out. They yeah. are amazing. Yeah. Good day, mate. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna play you uh, one of my uh, one of my favorite bands lately. This was a, a band that's been around for uh, a while. They only put the three records out before they broke up, but a band that I've been listening to now more lately than I had when they were out. This band called the Georgia Satellites, led by the great Dan Baird. Uh, that Dan Baird is one of the best songwriters of my generation. That's for sure. Yes, our generation, because we're all living in this lifetime. We have this thing about, well, you can't say it's my generation, your generation. age gap, not a generation gap. Okay. Generations have to be parent to child. I'll, I'll tell you what, let's leave it to the, let's leave okay, it to the okay. listeners of Rock Strikes okay, listeners. okay, listeners out there, we are seven years apart. I know I'm, I definitely sound like the younger of the two, uh, you know, as far as a, you know, maturity level, but we are seven years apart. Does that mean we come from a different generation, or is it just an age gap? You tell us, and we'll leave it to you. How about that? Okay. They're not going to vote for me just because it's me. Trust me. They might. You're way cuter than I am. They're going to go... They can't judge cuteness by voice unless you're like a panda sneezing. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, everybody's seen that clip by now. They had to have. It's like the first clip on Tosh.0 ever or something. Anyway, moving on. Uh, this is the Georgia Sound. Well, I really got off track there. Sorry. This is uh, let's just let's just let's just play the. I was like, enough of my yakking. This is going to be a short track, and we're like four minutes in. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's my show. It's my rules. You can whatever. do what you want. We'll do yeah, whatever, we don't, we don't, whatever. We don't play commercials here. So uh, anyway, coming up on WNBC. WNBC. Yeah, we'll practice that off the air. Okay. okay. 
I don't care what you did before you came on any of these other this podcast because that's all chicken shit radio. So um, here you go. This is the Georgia Satellites, uh, I believe, from 1986. Yay! Yay! 86 or 87, whatever. You were barely alive. I, I was. I out. was alive, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Those are the Georgia Satellites with over and over.
that was the Georgia Satellites with Over and Over from their debut self-titled album. Love that band. Uh, you can pretty much buy anything that says Georgia Satellites on it or buy anything that says Dan Baird on it. And he also had a band called the Yahoos, which I love that name. Wasn't that that Blur song that we didn't play? <laughs> yes, Yahoo! <laughs> Yahoo's! Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, great band. Very, very, very underrated in the annals of rock at this point. But uh, go check them out. And uh, a band that's not underrated at all. I mean, this band's only selling out arenas across the country right now. But going to play something by a band that I've never played on the show, Van Halen. <laughs> first time on the show, that first, Van Halen. First time, yeah. They're they're young up-and-comers. Yeah, well... They're the going to be big one day. Uh, well, the bass player is. He's still only, like, 19. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Wolfgang Van Halen. So, And in defense of him, there's been a lot of the stuff coming out lately that... uh. Uh, this wouldn't even be happening if it wasn't for him, you know. So, if that's the case, then yay, Wolfgang. You know, of course, I still miss Mikey, but uh, you know, I, why am I opening up old wounds? I don't know. But uh, I wanted to play this song. I've already played a song off of the new Van Halen album, "Different Kind of Truth." I did it on the all Van Halen centric episode, except where I went crazy and played Leon Redbone for a track. But I liked it. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think the people will fault you for doing. Doing the one non-Van Halen song. Yeah, you know, I, I do what I can. But I, this album really needs to be heard. It uh, still, I, I gotta say, out of I've, I've bought a decent amount of albums this year so far. To me, this is still the album to beat. It really is. So I'm gonna play another song off of the new Van Halen album, and hell, it ties into the show here tonight. So it's gotta be played. At least I say so. This is. Wolfgang Van Halen, Alex Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen, and Diamond, David Lee Roth, the probably the father of Chris Jericho. We can only hope. So here is Blood and Fire. <laughs> Yeah. 
fire from the album a different kind of truth if you're any kind of rock and roll fan go get that record and and actually buy it you know nothing yes please give the van halens all your monies well it's not so much that okay yeah boo-hoo you no. know but they're they're not a band that's like suffering you know money wise but still at the same time they created the music and they deserve to reap the benefits of people buying it not just some a-hole downloading it you know, if all the people that have been praising this album online actually bought it, it would be in the millions right now. And it hasn't even gone platinum yet. So, seriously, guys, come on. That's all I'm trying to say. I think it's a conspiracy to keep Adele at, like, the number one selling album <laughs> For, like, spot. 21 years. Yeah. For a year like, for everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're you're so sick of Adele, I think. I really am. You know, rumor has it you're sick rumor of Adele. Rumor has it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, I uh, am see, as I, you're sick. not the only one that could do bad jokes around here. I am as sick of Adele as you are as Carly Rae Jepsen. Who the hell's that? Oh, that stupid... Oh, okay, no, we're not talking about that. It's like Macbeth in here. <laughs> yes, so the last song I'm going to play here on the show tonight, uh, much like Dave Clark 5 earlier, uh, the guy who originally wrote this song, Tommy James, this guy has been covered to death. And for good reason, um, I'm going to play you a song called Crimson and Clover. Nola, I know that's one of your favorites, right? It is one of my favorite songs, yes. You even had a ringtone. Uh, I did. Yeah. It was, it was... I don't mean to out you or anything, yeah. but I mean, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, but now it's Dangerous by Kiss. That's yeah. much more fun. Danger Us. Danger Us. Danger You. Danger Me. Danger Us. us. Yes. Right. No, um, I really like Crimson and Clover. I uh, know why I love her so much. <laughs> um, it it got to the point though where I was having my ringtone as my alarm, and uh. and that slow pretty part in Crimson and Clover 
It just keeps you asleep, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it just kind of lulls you back to sleep, and you're mm. like, I should get up, but I'm not going to. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that that one doesn't work. I, I'd say you need to buy like a Slayer song or something. No, or... Danger Us works just it's fine. Really just Paul Stanley just commands you to wake up. Yeah, so. Paul Stanley commands me to do a lot of things. Ooh. Ooh. Power of Paul compels you. I will you. see you in October, Paul Stanley. Oh, dear. Yeah, I'm going to have to keep my eye on her the whole time. Oh, between him and Eric Singer, oh. I am in for it. <sighs> so what am I supposed to... I just chase Shannon Tweet around, I guess. That's fine. Okay, all right. Um, but anyway, going back to Tommy James and the Shondells, they originally did Crimson and Clover. You're probably thinking, oh, he's going to play the Joan Jett cover. And hey, I love the Joan Jett cover. Joan Jett cover is great. Uh, which was your ringtone. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but I'm going to play you this one, and I'm going to do the, hey, you may not have heard this version yet. <laughs> but uh, much like I did a lot on the last show, this is a cover song. Cover version of Crimson and Clover, done by a guy who would not be happy that I'm playing him on my show. <laughs> but I'm going to play something by Prince here. The artist formerly known as the artist formerly known as Prince. Oh, so you brought it back. I, I thought, brought it back. I thought you weren't going to be up to date, yeah. I know, I know yeah. what's, I know the yeah. happenings. Yeah, there you go. See, she's on top of things. I read. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Prince did a, uh, he doesn't do many covers, but uh, he did this version of Crimson and Clover off of uh, an album, uh, and hell, I'm not going to lie, you can you can go into a Target and buy this album for $5 because they bought every copy, and now they're practically giving them away. You should get it because there's three discs on it, and two out of three are really good. The third disc is not even him. It's some girl, I guess, he's dating because he always does that. So it's two print CDs and a, and a coaster. Yeah, yeah, a free coaster. Free <laughs> coaster with your purchase of a Kiss CD. Or kiss CD. Prince CD. See, you, you got that marketing degree for a reason. So. Nailed it. Yeah. But uh, there's going to be a twist in here, and I'm not going to spoil it for you. So I'm um, just going to play it here for you. Expect the unexpected. This is Prince with Crimson and Clover.
Prince with Crimson and Clover, and basically is a mashup of Crimson and Clover and Wild Thing by the Trogs. Did you like that? I did like it. That was fun. Yeah, what a twist. (laughs) What a twist. (laughs) So, yeah. Produced by M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he he does pretty good board work, I gotta say. Yeah, that's on the Lotus Flower disc. I, I, I do recommend that. If you're an old school Prince fan and you haven't bought one of his records in a while, that's actually a good one because uh, he kind of, uh, sort of like, I remember like a few years ago, the Foo Fighters did like a two disc where it's like one disc rocking and the other disc is like acoustic. This one's like one disc guitar and, you know, almost kind of vintage Prince jamming rock guitar stuff. And then the second disc is like old school Prince funk. So it's a nice uh, balance there of the two discs, you know, so you got to put something between the, the, the drink coaster, like you said. <laughs> so, yeah, and of course that, that... I even forget her name. I don't even know what her name is. But I'm assuming Prince was dating her and trying to break her. But she's not setting the world on fire, obviously. But Apparently hey. she's pretty flexible if uh, Prince can't break her. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, hey, on that I note. I got jokes. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, hey, on that note, we're going to get out of here. And uh, uh, what, what do I do? Oh, yeah, okay, plugs. Uh, go to... Go to cnjradio.com. You know, check love out. Her squirm. Check out Rock Strikes Ten on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Feel free to email Joey. It is Joey at cnjradio.com. Let us know about uh, that hyphen situation. Let us know whether or not whether we're, whether we're in a generation gap or an age gap. I. I've got to say, I don't think no, you don't could... don't be stuffing the ballot early. Okay. Just... I'm not trying to stuff the ballot. Sheesh! Oh man, really? I'm sorry, I'm just I'm just trying to put my vote out there. I, I hope this doesn't come across like I'm being a dick. We're having fun and laughing. We like, are having lots of mic, fun. So. He is he is one of the sweetest people in the world. Um, let's go tell your friends about the show. If you see anybody with cool rock T-shirts, stop them on the street and be like, "Hey, you like music?" 
listen to Joey. I did that at work the other day. Uh, I didn't tell you about that, did I? Uh, go, no, go ahead. This guy kept a uh, guy came into my store a whole bunch and wearing cool rock and roll T-shirts, Bowie shirts, Ramon shirts, and I was just like, "Hey, I can deal with that. Yeah. Go check out this guy's podcast. It is called Rock Strikes Ten. Sounds like you got the name out at least. Right? Nice, yeah. yay! Just like go go find it on Facebook or iTunes and. Yeah, especially people with cool t-shirts, you know, none, none of this, uh, yeah. well, you know what, yeah, give it, uh, tell yeah. the people that wear yeah, the Kid Rock the and the Nickelback the ca- shirts. Yeah, tell the people with the Creed t-shirts, yeah, they they need to reevaluate their musical yeah, they, selections. That's, that's all I'm doing, I'm just trying to help. No, I'm just, man, I'm going to come off really dicky on this episode, but uh, hey, you know. Yeah. So, so send us email, send Joey tweets, he is Joey Canrana on Twitter. Yes. Uh, you can find it's a that. wrestling move I'm working on. Yeah. <laughs> you can find all that on the website, plus much, much more. So please tell your friends. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. I yeah. had fun being on here. Thank you for having me well, well, thank you on the show. Thanks for coming on the show, baby. I really appreciate it. You are the sweetest person in the entire world. I mean that. You're the most important person in my life. And always will be. So thank you. Um... But uh, what am I going to do on the show next? Well, I don't know. Send a theme show request, and uh, we'll see what we can do. So I've, I know I've got a few requests out there, so I'm going to look through them. I appreciate everybody who's done that so far. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in the show here tonight. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure this one was very easy to listen to because Nola has a sweet voice. You have a very good radio voice, by the way, i got to say. I, d- I feel so awkward about my voice. Well, it's okay. Everybody's nervous the first time. It's okay. So... Well, should I light some candles then instead? We'll, we'll, we'll talk off air about that. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs>